0: everybody, Coach John Daly here back again on a Monday, April 15th, 2019. I don't know if you can say happy tax day, but it is what it is, right? People got to uh, take care of those things, uh, hopefully by today. Hey, wanted to uh, run by part two of my lessons from the Masters. Uh, again, uh, if you didn't listen to the previous show, um, my wife and I had the opportunity to go down to uh, Georgia. Uh, we flew down to Savannah for a couple nights before, had a great time. Met up with a friend there watching the Final Four, Uh, just enjoyable history, some great food, Uh, and then we rented a car and drove over to Augusta and met up with uh, my wife's best friend, um, college roommate, uh, Heather, and her husband, Jim, who through work, Heather had some connections uh, and also her personal luck of putting her name into the, the lottery as far as getting some tickets, so we had tickets for Monday's practice round of The 2019 Masters uh, the golf tournament held there at Augusta National and uh, let me tell you it was just fantastic so I went through a few of the uh, lessons in in the uh, part one but part two um, now that the Masters is over uh, yesterday uh, they they capped it they had an early early uh, start time uh, due to the weather coming in the afternoon and uh, so it was a very very enjoyable morning early afternoon uh, watching the Masters uh, to see Tiger Woods uh, pull it out in the end, and uh, boy oh boy, just so so much excitement, so much energy and passion, uh, emotion um, from not only Tiger but obviously the crowd too. And it is amazing uh, to see what he's overcome. Now you may not like him, like uh, there, there are plenty of critics out there uh, that don't like him and think he's overrated. But I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> you know the the overrated part. I don't know what you're overrating about, but, um, you know, his 15th major, right? There's only Jack Nicholas that has uh, more at 18. Uh, but to come back from the surgeries um, and, and the personal problems that he went through, you know, nobody's nobody's denying that. You know, did he, did he make great decisions throughout his, his lifetime? No. But you know what? None of us do. It's just that, especially on that level, it's not in the news all the time. You know, our failures are shortcomings are um, negativity, it's not out there in the news all the time, right? The the biggest person that knows most of that is ourselves, right? We may be hiding things from other people that they don't even know, right? Um, Tiger is a public figure, uh, obviously, newsmaker. And you know what? I I, I look at it as far as um, he doesn't need my forgiveness, but at the same time, I'm trying to look past his shortcomings to celebrate the, the stuff that he's done. And I find it hard to believe that people, um, you know, I've heard people say they hate him uh, so much that uh, for what he's done, that they can't um, forgive and look past and enjoy um, the lessons, right? The lessons that, man, any of us can overcome stuff. You know, if you look at the stage that he's been on, I just find it amazing um, of what he's done. And guess what? He's not the only one, right? There's plenty of golfers. There's plenty of athletes. There's plenty of Doctors, teachers, lawyers, moms, dads—you know—sanitation workers, secretaries—the list goes on and on. There are examples out there of everybody overcoming stuff, you know, um, left and right. And the lessons that their stories can help us with, and that's probably a big part of this. This whole podcast is uh, getting the lessons of success out there uh, from other people, uh, so that you can learn and you can pick the pieces that might work for you, the pieces that might fit your puzzle, right? To help you do whatever you want to do. So again, hey, little uh, little rant there on the uh, on the uh, public opinion stand there, but uh, it's all good. Uh, So again, very enjoyable day. Um, I liked how it was on the front end rather than the back end. Still got some stuff done, not as much stuff as I wanted to, uh, as far as grading goes. But uh, got up early and taking care of this and uh, take care of some work here before the school day starts. Okay, now uh, a couple more things uh, on my list. I typed up some notes, um, when it was happening, when I was uh, down there, when I was in Augusta, um, and I typed up some reminders so that I could uh, I could share these lessons. Um, one was the, the dream, the, talking to the people there, um, and part of it was the no cell phone policy, right? And I'll get to that probably in the next show, um, but talking to people there and seeing it on their faces, right, as far as how much of a dream this was for so many of those people, to see this place. And, you know, uh, you don't have to be a golf fan because there's plenty of non-golf fans there. Um, My wife being one of them, uh, Heather's definitely more of a golf fan now that she's been working there the last couple years with this company uh, that she's working for that have sponsored a couple golfers uh, on the PGA Tour. So she's gotten to interact a little bit more. She's a big fan. But you know what? There's other people there talking, conversing, um, that it was just pretty amazing to see People just enjoying the time, the beauty of this place, right? Of Augusta National, just flat out, reminds people of heaven. If, if heaven could have a picture, this would be a little piece of it, I'm, I'm sure. Um, but definitely the views were part of it. Uh, so two things that I want to share there. Um, Heather, uh, her boss was down there too. And her boss had her sister and her sister's husband there. And talking to them, meeting them, great great to meet those guys. Um It was a dream of, you know, her sister's husband, uh, her brother-in-law, her boss's, Heather's boss, her brother-in-law, to see this place too. And when we were talking about it, he and I, um, I could see it in his face. I could see it, um, the tears welling up, Uh, we were watching something, I think it was uh, Sunday night, a preview type thing. Um, And it was just something that you could just look at both of us, uh, on the border of being blubbering babies, as far as how much it meant to us, right? And I, I just found that astounding, and to hear his memories and his connections, um, similar yet, um, you know, some of them different too. I could just tell the passion. I could just tell um, the longing for this moment and that we were kind of going through it together. Uh, and it was funny. We did see each other on the course a few times because, uh, um, you know, him and his wife and Heather's boss walking around a different route, uh, the four of us, me, my wife, and Heather, and her husband, Jim, uh, walked around a different route and stopped and did different things. And it was just, I could see it on his face every time I saw him. And it was just just amazing. Uh, so besides the other people that we kind of talked to around the course, right, fathers and sons and grandfathers and, you know, husbands with wives and um, you know, groups of sisters and just whoever was out there, uh, there was a gentleman, I and mean, we walked... Uh, down to Amen Corner. Now, Amen Corner um, is where hole number 11 comes in, uh, long par 4, hole number 12 tees off, short par 3 with the Hogan Bridge, and then the tee for 13, which is that long par 5. You see most pictures of of Augusta National, Amen Corner is probably one of the most photographed places uh, ever. And if you check out uh, my Facebook page, I put a post on there. So check it out over at Coach2ExpectSuccess. Um, there is a series of pictures there that I put up uh, about uh, this experience. But we got there and we hit, uh, you know, and that, the other thing, you don't see most of the stuff on TV, right? You see the beauty. It's very, the cameras are strategically put out there. I get it. But behind the, there's a little grandstand there behind the 12T so that people can sit and watch all Three areas there uh, at Amen Corner, and behind there are uh, uh, some good sized bathrooms, a great, good sized uh, eating place where again you go in, they got great prices. You know, the sandwiches are a buck fifty, the drinks, you know, two bucks. I think a beer was three bucks. Um, and that was one of their moments of they don't gouge the patrons, they don't call them customers, they call them patrons. They don't gouge them, the free parking, right? Uh, the ticket, I think. 75 dollars type of thing uh, to get into the place Um, the pro shop stuff that we bought now granted most things like that golf shirts golf apparel uh, they're expensive anyways but you know what they were no more expensive uh there at the masters than any other golf shop right but the key is you can only buy the masters gear the masters swag so to speak at the masters they don't have an online store Uh, Selling it online is very frowned upon. So, I mean, you might be able to pick up some things on eBay and some other places, but, you know, some of it's not even legitimate. Uh, But they only sell um, for the one week of the Masters Tournament as far as they're at their pro shop, which is brand new, huge. The lines going into this place, you guys, it's like Disney World. They have it, you know, roped off and sectioned off that you're going back and forth down a little entryway. They got a lot of the history Um, A lot of pictures, a lot of moving video, a lot of uh, trophy type stuff. And so we're moving the entire time. We did not stand and wait, right? Um, It was like that all over the place. It was fantastic. So, uh, again, they had this little merchandise area back behind 12 uh, T's as well. And so I bought a lanyard uh, to carry the ticket in because you had to have that out uh, at all times. And I got it hanging in my classroom. Uh, with that memorable uh, picture of the the ticket inside of it. And uh, so I bought that there. We bought our other stuff back at the pro shop uh, at a a break. Anyways, getting back to us. Yeah, I I fall off the rails all the time here. Getting back to when we were standing there, we took some pictures. Um, A South African contingent of players uh, came through playing, uh, talking to the fans, enjoying themselves. There's four of them. Can't remember the names. I could look them up for you right now, but... um, they were just having fun, and they were hitting it. It was just great to watch, and we're taking pictures. And we're standing there. The crowd wasn't too deep. Now, when I saw it on TV yesterday, there was no room behind that tee at all, right? From the tee back to the stands, there was one walkway in front of the stands that people were going, you know, left and right, so to speak. But when we got there, there was plenty of room, right? There's plenty of room, people walking around, sitting, talking, and standing, and coming up. And So we're standing there, and a gentleman uh, pulled up in a scooter. And I kind of glanced over to my left, and I could see him coming. Uh, older gentleman, uh, definitely you could tell uh, some medical issues, right? And it had to be his son or a couple sons with him. Uh, and they kind of came up close, and the one said, son behind uh, his dad said, uh, you know, excuse me, you know, can, can we get in there? And I looked at him, I said, absolutely. So Jim and I moved over, and um, the man pulled up, uh, and he sat there. And he turned and he asked me something. He turned to me and just the, the pure the pure joy in this guy's face. You know, it was um, <clears throat> sorry about this. Man, I didn't think it'd be this rough. I didn't even know the guy, you know. <laughs> just didn't even get his name, didn't find out where he's from. But the look on his face, you guys, was pure joy, pure heaven, like whatever pain he was in whatever disability he had whatever reason he was riding that scooter he wasn't thinking of it at that moment he turned and smiled this look on his face i will never ever forget it i start tearing up right there and um i think he asked one of the one of the golfers or something i don't know who's coming or, or something like that and at that time i could remember a couple of them but i can't right now um, I'm just it here. Starting out, starting out this week on a Monday, um, but that to me was was one of the many many stories that I saw about how much this place means to people. Now, some of you are probably like, "What is the big deal?" And, and I get it. It's okay because you know what? I don't get things about um, you know uh, horse racing or other sporting events that people are passionate about to where it's a bucket list item. But you know what? It's a bucket list item for that person, you know. So whether it is um, any type of sport, any type of uh, museum, any type of music, uh, any type of you know the different art things out there, some people have some people have a passion for cars. They live, eat, and sleep it. I don't, right? But I get excited for the people that I know that are passionate about cars, right? Uh, fixing them, building them, making them, taking pictures, you know, driving. Um, it, those types of things that that's that's i guess one of my points is if there's people that you care about that have a passion for something share that with share the joy with them right have some fun with them it may not be your passion but you know what you could certainly understand uh hopefully you're passionate about something that you uh, are moved to tears jim velvano said it you know great in his espy speech from so long ago before he passed away right if you can laugh every day if you can think every day and cry every day, right? And the crying, the emotions can be happiness, right? If you can get, if your emotions can move you to tears, right? That's a full day. If you laugh, cry, and think, right? That's a full day. And this gentleman in this in this scooter, um, he wasn't letting things hold him back. You know, he didn't have a disability that day in his mind. He was, in fact, after we uh, took some pictures and those golfers teed off. Uh, I just wished him well. Have a great day. And we started walking a little bit, stopping, looking. He he scooted right past us. He was going up the 13th fairway, you know, on the side where the patrons could walk. Uh, he scooted, and he didn't. There was bumps and tree roots, and you know, the the pine cone brush and uh, the pine needles and stuff. He didn't give a rip. He just took off, and he was going on to the next place that he wanted to see. Didn't see him again throughout the course, right? Uh, but that's part of the one the great thing about you know, today's technology, people that have um, some disabilities and some things that hold them back, they can still go out there and live and enjoy and see things and be a part of things. And, um, man, I just, that dude's look on his face, he was almost in tears. He had glasses, you know, I don't know if he was about 70, something like, you know, but I could tell how much it meant to him. I can tell that he's battling something, right? And that just goes to show you, we're all battling something. Right, some some of it's outwardly noticeable, like this guy in the scooter, right, um, that you can see that he can't do things normally, that he can't, he, he does have trouble getting around, but the pure joy is the same, right? That passion, that love, that um, that uh, once in a lifetime type of thing, right? You can see that. I just found it amazing. It was just a great lesson for me. And since I didn't have my cell phone at the time, right, because you couldn't have on the course, I remember um, when we got back to the car. Starting the notes out. Um, starting the notes out with putting some reminders because I knew I wanted to share this with you. Right? I knew I wanted to talk about this and um, have this be part of, um, of this whole experience. Right. Um, the other thing, again, I kind of mentioned Heather before, uh, just the total joy that she has for her job. Uh, she, she puts things out there and she always, uh, the hashtag, I love my job, I love what I do. Um, and she is good at it. She's really good at it. Um, coordinating, keeping in touch with people, uh, communicating, following up, thinking ahead of what um, her customers, her clients, the people that she was hosting um, for, her, for her job, uh, what do they want, what do they need, asking ahead, asking questions, right? Um, kind of getting to know them to where she could take care of them. And whatever anybody needed, she was there offering to do it whether it was shuttling them back and forth to the course, uh, taking them out someplace, picking something up for them, arranging everything. Um, That caring attitude, that caring um, focus on others is something that she's always been about. I've always seen that in her. And I think that's one of the genuine things that, um, one of the many, many things that my wife is connected with her with. Um, They're just two peas in a pod. The the laughter of of my wife and Heather just unbelievable it just that was another pure joy moment there was moments on the course where they just started laughing about things whether it was from their past or something that they said together um you know even in the pro shop my wife picked out a top and uh you know with the master's logo on it and um come to find out because we lost heather and jim in that in that chaos that was just packed in there and uh we said okay we're going to meet you out you know out of here you know right out front by the shipping place and uh, that was the thing you could ship whatever you bought. You could ship it home, um, and so later on they discovered that um, Heather bought the same uh, top, and it was a different color. But that was the f- that color that Heather bought was the same color my wife first grabbed, and she ended up buying a different one. But uh, they, they think so much alike, and just, it's the caring attitude, it's the caring connection, and then um, that's the other thing with uh, the story about the passion um, that I'm, that I'm sharing here with a couple people what i noticed but that's that's it with heather too um and that's part of the pure joy of the whole moment you guys the whole trip um that's going to be some of the most memorable um you know moments that i have not just of the course and the beauty of it and the golf set set golf aside it was just pure joy of life um hanging out with heather and her husband jim the great people um and just meeting uh you know the coworkers and the coworkers' family, the boss's family, a um, mate, and the gentleman on the course. They're out there, you guys. These people. Hopefully, I know you got some of them in your life too. Recognize the fact that they have passion too. Right. Recognize the fact that uh, the people that you love, and hopefully there are many, um, have passions. Pull that out of them. Recognize it. Share it with them. Right. And um, I mean, the whole time we were walking around the course, Heather kept saying, "John, you're in charge." Where do you want to go? This is for you. You know, I know how much this means to you. Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? And I was like, normally I'm not like, hey, everybody follow me. I'm not like that. you know. But th- this time I'm like, okay, let's go. And we walked around the back nine first, came in, took a break, went out on the front nine, saw most of that. Saw all, I saw every hole. Even if it was from a distance, I saw every hole. And uh, it was just pure joy. So, again, um, big shout-out to Heather, uh, big shout-out to Augusta National, not that anybody's listening from there, but uh, let me tell you, just go after those dreams, you guys. That was I, I said in part one. Go after those dreams, but share it with the people that you love. That's the other part. People people have the passions too, okay? Hey, I uh, hope this helps. Hope you're putting up with the golf. I'm, I'm thinking maybe one part, one more part, you know, maybe two. Um, I'll probably try and just do it in one more part and then move on to some other things. But uh, thank you for just spending the time with me and, and let me uh, share this because it, it it meant so much to me. And I hope you have things in your life that mean something to you, too. I really do. And if not, find them. Find them. That should be your number one goal is to spend your time uh, going after things that you're passionate about, you know, hobbies and interests, and make sure it involves people. All right? Make sure it involves people. Go after it. It doesn't have to be expensive. Right? It doesn't have to be this grand stage like the Masters was. Right? It can be a simple weekend. My wife and I went out um, yesterday. Uh, there's a wine-tasting place near us. Um, uh, big shout-out, Michigan by the Bottle. Uh, it's all Michigan wines. And so they had a Rosé, um, one of the wineries up there, Viterra Winery up in the Traverse City area, uh, came down. The owner came down. That was so enjoyable, and that didn't cost much at all. To, to, to had just a few little sips of some uh, Rosé wines that my wife loves, uh, and the, I looked at her and I said, this is awesome. The time together, the laughing, the talking to the owner, talking to a couple other workers. A former student of mine uh, worked there. She was there. Uh, so I got to talk to Cindy. Uh, just fantastic. time. Those little things, you guys. It doesn't have to be, you know, getting on an airplane and traveling someplace. That's part of it, too. But it can be little things, too. All right? All right. I've mumbled enough here uh, on a Monday. And uh, just definitely want to thank you again for hanging in there with me and listening. Hope this helps. Reach out. Get in touch with me over on Facebook at coach 2 Success. Like I said before, uh, over on Twitter at Coach2Success, the letters T-O, Coach2Success. And over on Instagram at Coach John Daly and of course, coach to expect The contact page is there. Uh, reach out, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have questions. Let me know if you want to talk. Would be glad to, to spend some time with you. Okay? Take care of yourselves. Have a great week. And we'll talk again soon. See you.